Hi, and welcome to the Project Sebastian podcast. My name is Christopher Vellana, and I'll be your host today as we discuss the challenges of being a special needs parent. You see, my son Sebastian has Batten disease CLN8. Like you, I knew nothing about this horrible disease, and I had nowhere to turn to or no one to talk to. Even after having countless tests done, discussions with doctors, a wife at the time, family members, I felt more lost than ever. I was scared all the time, and alone, or so it seemed. After the final diagnosis, almost five years later, I took to the internet to create a podcast to discuss and talk about the very fears and the frustrations that have destroyed a family. Loving my boys was not enough. What I found out was that I am not alone. There are a great number of special needs families out there that are struggling just like me. Also, as we explore, discover, and discuss, we will find that the good, the bad, and the ugly is in all childhood diseases. So sit back and relax and listen as my guests, people like you, such as families, friends, advocates, and doctors, vent and share their experiences along their journey. We will hear the triumphs and the tragedies, and you will get all the support that you may be looking for today on the Project Sebastian podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by CSG Incorporated, the only personal consulting company that you'll need. Our passion is designed around helping others. With over 30 years of experience in a number of different industries, CSG can put you on the most efficient path of success. Our consultants will help you level up quickly, specializing in CBD, childhood illness, and addiction recovery areas, just to name a few. Call us today at 818-724-5987 to get your free 15-minute call. At CSG, we don't waste time, we create it. There you go. You there? I'm I'm here. Are you here? Jesus, why do you sound so far away? Come closer. Because I'm so far away. Well, get closer to the microphone because you sound like you're in like a, a cave. I I well, okay, hold on. Let's see if we can fix that. That sounds much better. Uh-huh. Much better. Really? Yeah, much better now. You sound like you're actually in the fucking building. Well, you know, you know my 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 watch was sitting on my desk. So my majigaboo um, what? That my my phone that fancy fancy thing was sitting on my desk. Well, that little so. fancy fucking thing. Nice. All right. Exactly. <laughs> How the hell are you, dude? I'm doing great. How are you? Well. It is hump day, and uh, yes. I'm uh, I'm having a good day. So thanks. That's a good thing. I know, right? It's incredible how we just have that mindset of just being positive. There you go. I love it. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time to join us today on the Project Sebastian podcast. We're just going to roll into this shit, and uh, we're just going to have a good little conversation. So... Uh, on the call today is Josh Irvesty, and the reason for Josh's time on the show today, because uh, not only is he a financial planner advisor at our two financial strategies out in Iowa, he's also part of a really great organization 
that we're going to talk about today for children's cancer. Josh, how's your day going? It is going awesome. Thank you very much. That's great. How's the weather out there in Iowa? Oh, I, well, I, I just looked outside. It's snowing. Um, something that you guys don't experience out there in California. But... Does it ever stop snowing in Iowa? Because it seems like <laughs> every time I talk to you, how's the weather? Snowing. You know, it's snowing. No, I mean, pretty soon we'll get, we'll stop snowing and we'll start t- tornadoing. So, I mean, it's like, you know, that's why we keep the weather this way so we don't get inundated by you Californians. Ah, that's why the snowbirds go to the warm weather. Uh-huh. Exactly. I see. Yes. I see. And only us hardy folks here in the Midwest. I see. Well, okay, so we're snowing. At, is that... Uh... We're snowing a little chilly, but you know what? It's springtime, and so... It's about to get absolutely gorgeous, and the grass is going to start growing. And I'm, yeah, yep. So there. Well, typically, when does your winter end in there? About now. Okay. So, like, you know, early- yeah, technically, yeah, beginning of March, we're pretty well cleared. I see. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do. So you're welcome. I, I do appreciate time you want. I, I appreciate you, you know, keeping the snow away. Thank you, because you know. <laughs> Although we could have used your snow with all these fires. So, exactly. Yeah. See, they don't give me too much crap. Yeah. All right. All right. So, it is safe to say that, uh, Josh, you would be considered a huge advocate in children's cancer for bringing awareness close to home. Would that be a safe statement? That would be, yeah. I mean, that would be a pretty safe statement. Um, yeah, for the last several years. And you can tell us why this is like pretty close to home for you and tell us a little bit more about uh, your organization and what it's called. So back in 2007, uh, my, my niece Maddie was diagnosed with uh, what's called medulloblastoma. Um, it's, a, it's a brain tumor, um, cancerous brain tumor at the base of her skull. Uh, and, um, you know, through that journey, um, uh, it, you know, it, it kind of launches you into a completely different level of awareness when it comes to, you know, a lot of, a lot of these issues that, that kids face. And, um, in, as part of that, back in that point in time, I was actually a member of a networking group, uh, here in Des Moines and. We had been talking about uh, putting together some sort of a fundraiser to give back to a you know local uh, organizations, and it just so happened to coincide with when my niece was diagnosed. And so, through that, we started uh, Maddie Cunningham's Classic Volleyball Tournament, benefiting Children's Cancer Connection. Mm. Um, so, Children's Cancer Connection is the organization that we have been supporting for the last thirteen years now. And uh, matter of fact, we're coming up on our fourteenth tournament here at the end of August. And that's you said that's an organization that that basically brings awareness to children's cancer, or is it called Children's Cancer Network? Children's Cancer Connection oh. is the name of the organization, and what they do is um, Children's Cancer Connection focuses on support services and um, programming to uh, for for kids that are are currently going through or have in the past. Uh, been through a cancer diagnosis and treatments. It also they also provide services for the families of those children. Um, they don't do any sort of research or anything like that. It's purely support. Um, so their main focus is they do camps every summer. Uh-huh. Um, 
that are all provided at absolutely no cost to any of the attendees. And so they've got an oncology camp that is just for the kids that either are going through or have gone through cancer. Um, the siblings uh, of those kids, because the, um, you know, the siblings, um, you know, as I saw firsthand with my nephew, when, uh, you know, when, when the child is being treated with treated for cancer, all of the all of the attention tends to go to the kids um, mm-hmm. that are in treatment. And so the siblings often can feel um, neglected. And also they, they need to learn how to process what's going on for themselves. So. Uh, Children's Cancer Connection also provides the camp for specifically for the siblings, and then they also have um, uh, family camp. Um, those are the main summer activities, but then throughout the year, they've got other different types of support networks and everything like that, um, you know, just kind of help people navigate through um, what is, you know, children's cancer. Now, does this, um, does this, this cancer connection, Children's Cancer Connection, um, are they a national organization or is that just for Ohio or, or, or Iowa? You mean, um, are we talking? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Iowa, Ohio, it's all the same yes, to me. I, hey, easy now, <laughs> easy now. We take offense to that here in God's country. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, um, no, children's cancer connection is, uh, for right now, solely focused on, um, kids that are either diagnosed or treated in the state of Iowa. They have a very strong okay. Iowa presence. Um, they currently do not uh, travel outside of the state, although they will benefit children if they are getting. If, so Stead Family Children's Hospital out in Iowa City, also uh, known for the wave, if you follow college football at all, um, they're a big um, cancer treatment for children's cancer um, out there. And so you will have a lot of kids from other states that are benefiting from Cancer Connection, but, you know, they, because they're receiving treatment. Right. So nothing like the Sun Devils are doing, because that's the only football team that I would know for college. <laughs> if you haven't seen the wave, look it up. <laughs> Just look up the wave. It is really a cool thing. So Okay, so, so yeah. Maddie is your niece. And her, and her diagnosis uh, came at what, what year and what age was she? She was three years old. Uh, 2007, she was three years old uh, when she was diagnosed. And it's, it's pronounced medulloblastoma? Medulloblastoma. Wow, that's a handful. I thought Batten, Don't ask me to spell it. I thought Batten disease was hard <laughs> to understand. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so how did how yeah. did uh, the, the family? Because is this your sister's or your brother's children? Yeah, my sister's child. So yes. your sister. How did how did your sister come to this this uh, these issues? Was there warning signs? What did we know? I mean, how did you guys find out? So the way that they found out is um, Maddie had been sick for kind of a couple of days. And um, wasn't getting any better. And, and uh, uh, she had, you know, headaches and, and vomiting. And, um, you know, they, you know my, my sister and brother-in-law were concerned. And so they went to their doctor and, you know, just first thought that it was the stomach flu, which is, you know, kind of common. Mm-hmm. But when, you know, the headaches and the vomiting continued and Maddie's energy level uh, started coming down, they went back to the doctor um, and you know, they were thinking about probably a little bit more serious, like meningitis or something. And um, after a, a visit to the ER and several tests, um, that's when they discovered that it was a brain tumor. A CT scan um, showed the cancerous tumor um, about the size of a golf ball at the base of Maddie's skull. Wow. Um, oh, it's so scary. Wow. So, yeah. 
So this, yeah. this, so all these symptoms prompted you guys to, to bring her into the hospital and they did a CT scan. They saw the mass. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Then what happened? So then, um, after that, uh, so then they, you know, they just went, you know, straight into the protocol. Uh, Maddie was sent out to Iowa city, um, to undergo, uh, surgery to remove the tumor, um, followed by six weeks of daily radiation and then weekly chemo. Mm. Um, and so after nine, nine cycles of maintenance chemo at uh, blank children's hospital back here in Des Moines. Um, so after about one year, um, that was the total, you know, from diagnosis to surgery and treatment, it was about a year of, um, total, uh, total treatments of everything. So was the, was the tumor removed? The tumor, uh, yeah, the tumor is successfully removed. Uh, Maddie has been uh, cancer-free for 12 years now. 12 years. How old is she now? She is now, uh, actually, she uh, is about to turn, I should know this better. Um, she's about to turn 17 years old. Um, start her, uh, well, she's in 10th grade right now. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, um, she's doing, she's doing great. Um, there are a couple of, uh, long lasting side effects, um, of the treatments, I see. um, you know, such as she has to hear, wear hearing aids and, and, you know, that type of a thing. But, uh, well, so, um, so we had, know, she is, so she we had a, some serious dystrophies as a result of this type of a cancer and some, some long-term, uh, yeah. Okay. So at yeah. three years old, we find out she's got a cancerous tumor in her base of her brain, which is making her, you know, very sick. We uh, a year later we get the the treatment the surgery is successful, and then during that year of like what are you doing is what did you do Josh as an uncle I mean it must have been really hard for you to do something I mean because you and your sister are pretty close I would imagine yeah um, you know uh, I did what I could um, it was you know just just trying to be there as much as possible. Um, I was, you know, out in Iowa city, you know, when she had the, uh, surgery, um, but more, it was just, you know, just being there, um, uh, and, you know, supporting the family as much as I could, uh, praying a lot. Um, but, you know, as you know, and, and you kind of hit it there, you know, as the uncle, you know, there's only so much that I could do. Right. Um, yeah. and, you know, other than just, just to, um, be available, you know, when, 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 when they needed me to be able to, you know, kind of pick up some things or, you know, do whatever it may be. But, um, yeah. So, wow. That must've been uh, really challenging because you guys were in two different cities, it seems, or were you, um, actually, no, when all that was happening, I was back, uh, you know, well, so we were in, I lived in the Des Moines area real close to my sister. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, the, the treatments and everything were all out in Iowa City, which is about two hours away from, from Des Moines. Right. Um, so, you know, my sister and brother-in-law kind of did a lot of split in time and, you know, that type of stuff of, you know, where, you know, where they were and, you know, and, and that kind of a thing. And that's where, you know, it's, you know, you just mm. kind of pitch in and help out where you can. So we're, we're, we're well ahead into what is obviously remission for your, your niece, Maddie. Um, can you describe what that was like, uh, the day in the life 
um, with what she had to do. Um, what was her daily regimen, I guess, were there struggles that she had as a small, you know, um, that to be honest with you, um, I, (laughs) you'd have to ask my sister, um, you know, that, that, you know, I know there was, you know, there was, there was, you know, when she was actually going through the treatments and everything like that, um, you know, they stayed at Ronald McDonald house when they were out in Iowa city, um, you know, but as, you know, as the schedules and everything like that, you know, um, the, number one, it was long enough ago that it's not really fresh in my memory. The other thing is, um, you know, that, that would, there, there were certain parts of all of it that, um, you know, they, they weren't giving us the, you know, kind of day-to-day blow of everything. Right. So if you weren't really in connection with them at this time, it was obviously a very you know difficult time for the family. Um, the way that you would help out is like, you just said, fuck it, I'm just going to create a foundation. <laughs> no, I wouldn't exactly say that. Um, that was, you know, it was kind of, so where I was able to help was, you know, Hey, if, if, you know, if my nephew needed somebody to watch him or they needed, you know, somebody to check the house or, you know, help with, you know, cooking or whatever it may be, I was there, but this, this Maddie's thing turned into a, a beast of all of its own, um, where, you know, we decided that, uh, the way that we landed on the volleyball tournament was, the group of us were sitting around one day and the group of us being my networking group saying, Oh, there's already enough, you know, runs and golf outings and all that type of stuff. Let's do something different. And uh, my buddy Ray said, well, let's do a volleyball tournament. And so we decided to do a sand volleyball tournament. And um, when we started uh, Maddie's volleyball, we had no idea (laughs) what we were, you know, what we were getting ourselves into. I mean, I remember talking to you that first year, you know, as I'm trying to pull stuff together, and it's like, how in the heck do I even do this? And and you got me in touch with a couple of people out there in California that kind of helped out a little bit. But, you know, we were thrilled, you know, the first year, um, you know, actually I've got the you know stats here. We had, you know, 21 teams and 138 players showed up that first year. Wow, that's impressive. Um, and we netted a $3,000 donation, no. um, which we were just tickled pink about. Sure. Um, you know, to be able to donate $3,000. And so we didn't know that, you know, 14 years later, we'd be sitting here and this thing would be still going strong. I mean, so my, my, my idea was not to start a, start a foundation um, or anything like this has turned into. It's just, you know, we've been uh, incredibly blessed um, to see the growth that we have over the years. So the name of this tournament is what? Maddie Cunningham's Classic Volleyball Tournament Benefiting Children's Cancer Connection. Wow, that's a mouthful. That's awesome. Yeah, I've said it a few times over the 14 years, so it can <laughs> But yes, it is a mouthful. <laughs> well, that's so so you guys get together once a year and you have yep. um these uh is it is it kind of like uh best team wins type of uh, bracket or So it's a co-ed sixes tournament. Um so it's it's once a year. It's always the weekend between the Iowa state fair ending and labor day. And so this year it's August 29th um, uh, will be the 14th tournament. So we have, uh, you know, since, you know, since those time, you know, way back when, um, when we started this thing, we, we have three different brackets. We have beginners, intermediate and advanced. And the way that I kind of describe it is, so it's a large sand volleyball complex. Um, this last year we had 46 teams and 308 players. 
Um, there's 22 courts there and we'll fill the courts. And so the beginner bracket um, is for the people that are out there to raise money for the charity, slap a ball over the net and drink beer. Um, intermediate, they're a little bit more competitive. They might play on a weekly league, but they're still more interested in the beer. Um, and then the advanced bracket, those people are just nuts. Um, they might drink a little bit of beer that day, but generally they are hardcore. I mean, some of the, we've had people that actually are traveling AVP professionals play. Well, it's amazing that you guys in you little can, old Iowa, do you guys have like an AV, AVP sponsor of some sort out there now? Being it's what you're, no, we do not. Um, um we're actually, we're, we're working on getting some sponsorships, but, uh, the AVP has not stepped up to uh, sponsor our, our tournament as of yet. Any beer sponsors out so there? So anybody out there has connections. Beer sponsor? Hello. Info at Maddie's. If, yeah. Hello. Anybody want to sponsor, go to the website. Okay. So the website is what uh, Maddie's Classic Volleyball.com? Yes. M-A-D-D-Y-S Classic Volleyball.com. Ah, uh, yes. That spelling M-A-D-D-Y-S Classic Volleyball.com. Oh, it's a cool little Correct. website. And you got a lot of sponsors. That's great, Josh. That's awesome. Yes, we do. I actually need to, I, I'm, I'm in, the, I'm, we're in the process of updating sponsorship packets and everything. We're gearing up to uh, start planning for this year. Um, and uh, so that sponsorship page is about to uh, have a lot of room left on it for this year's sponsors. So yes, uh. if anybody out there wants to, uh, uh, help a cause right now our goal this year um so so tournament funds raised to date is uh 200 and almost two hundred and thirty four thousand dollars. um uh and so this year we're we're, we're going for we want to hit two hundred and seventy five thousand total oh that's great so we need about uh forty one thousand dollars oh that's great i'm sure that uh we will find people out there that are interested not only in donating online but if they're actually in the iowa area in august uh we'll get them out there to to help raise some more money so uh, or fly into des moines you know i mean hey it's a great town to visit in august might be a little muggy but you know we have fun okay well that's another conversation maybe (laughs) but uh chris i have been trying to get you to come visit me here i've lived here since 2005 my friend yeah you know well like, like I said before, if, if you send the plane ticket, I might get on. I don't know. There, you I'm, might get on, might the flight, get on the flight. You know. All right. Okay. So it's not all cornfields here in Iowa. Well, I've seen pictures on YouTube. I don't know. Yeah. But so let me ask you this, Josh. When you when you got behind this thing for Maddie's, uh, you know, raising some awareness for for yeah. her particular cancer, did you know anything about it? I mean, did you know? Was you just like thrust into this like oh shit moment like, what do you mean she has cancer? Yes, that would that would be the best way to. Anytime you're faced with something like this, um, that is, I mean, your 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 initial reaction is, oh my gosh, you know, it's yeah. it's like, what what just happened? You don't understand it, um, you know, in the position that I'm in, you know, as the as the uncle, it's like. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. Um, and so it's, you know, and, and everything is moving so fast mm-hmm. um, that you can barely take the time to figure out what the heck is happening, mm-hmm. um, much less prepare yourself for what's coming next. And so, 
you know, as a support individual, not a, you know, not a parent of, of a child that's going through this, you know, one of the biggest things that I struggled with was where are my boundaries? Ah, uh, yeah. You know, what, what, what am I allowed to say? What can't I say? Um, what can I ask? Um, and, um, you know, that, that in itself is, you know, you, you want to be there, you want to be supportive, but you don't want to be intrusive because, you know, I, I know, you know, having been through, you know, a major illness myself, you know, there's, there's only, you know, there's only so many, so many people that, you know, Oh, how are you doing? Or what do you need? There's only so many of those that you really want to answer. Um, a lot of it is, you know, when, when you're in the middle of it, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to process things yourself. So, right. you know, with some of that type of stuff in mind, it's like, okay, you know, as a, as a, you know, concerned relative, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, what, I mean, what, what can you do? And so that, you know, there, there's a shock factor of all of it that it's, it's like, you know, holy crap, now what? Sure. I mean, I mean, I, you know, you, you hear about, you know, grandfathers and grandmothers and siblings rising to the challenge, but you, the uncle, that's, uh, yeah. that's impressive. Um, how's your relationship now with you and Maddie? Oh, great. Um, uh, Maddie is, you know, um, Maddie is awesome. Um, our whole family is um, incredibly cro- close. Uh, um, it's a lot of fun with, you know, especially the tournament now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Maddie's actually able to be involved, um, you know, and she comes and speaks at the tournament every year now. And, oh. you know, my, my sister and I, um, you know, I would say this whole thing, you know, brought us, you know, brought me closer to my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so as a family, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, we, we talk about, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things that, um, you know, we, you never wish that a kid goes through something like this, but sure. you know, there are certain parts of it that you need to, you know, you ne- you need to appreciate some of the blessings that came out of it. Right. No, I mean, surely we all look at that, those silver linings. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's really, honestly, it's rare to hear that children have cancer at such a young age and are surviving and thriving today. So um, that's that's an amazing treatment. So that was just basically, we're going to cut out the cancer, we're going to do some chemo, and the only uh, follow-up is that we do, what, PET scans every few years to make sure that the cancer has not returned? Yeah, she still receives scan- scans from time to time, and I am not sure exactly on that follow-up schedule. But, um, you know, it's just kind of an awareness. Um, you know, it's it's not as you get further away from it. Um, obviously, you know, the risk kind of, you know, decreases. But then, you know, some of the things that you need to keep on keep an eye on is what are some of the long-term effects. Because one of the terrible things about children's cancer is um, – there is an incredible lack of funding um, that goes to directly to children's cancer. Um, Children's cancer is one of the largest killers of children. Um, And, uh, and yet, you know, when you talk about government funding for research and everything like that, there's, there's a a, proportionately to adult cancers, it's incredibly low. And so in a lot of cases, there has not been, new treatments or drugs that have been approved in forever for these kids. And so they are basically getting scaled down versions of adult treatments. 
And as much as the survival rate is way higher than it used to be, um, you know, which is great. Um, but, but yet the, the side effects are just now starting to come to light. Um, you know, and then that's, you know, the info, you know, I mean, nobody, you know, nobody ever wants, wants cancer to be around. Um, you know, I mean, I know that everybody would just, you know, everybody's wish is that it goes away, but you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, especially for these kids, you know, it's, you know, there's, there's lifelong things that they need to keep into consideration and yet the funding is not there, um, to improve the treatments that these kids are receiving. My God. So basically you want to kind of supplement some of this lacking in funding for children's cancer in Iowa. One could say, well, Frankly, you know, the, the, the funding that we do is once again on the support side of things, you know, so Maddie's classic and um, uh, children's cancer connection. They are, they are support for the families because that's, that's a huge, huge need um, because these docs are awesome. I mean, the docs that are out there that are treating these kids and the medical staff are just phenomenal. But, Mm -hmm. You know, the fact of the matter is they need to connect with other families, you know, because you need to be able to relate. And so that's that's what we are funding. Now, some of the other organizations that um, that we are, you know, involved with, um, you know, the big one is Beat Cancer, okay. um, which is uh, BeatCancerToday.org. Um, you know, they do a lot of support of the Children's Oncology Group out at uh, Iowa City and, and that kind of a thing. And, and so we, we kind of work in concert with them, mm. um, you know, with those types of organizations. And um, it's, it's a big, it's, it's a, how do you say it? It's a big network that we wish didn't have to exist. Right. Well, I know a little something about that, but uh, I, think yeah. it's, I think it's extremely uh, inspirational of what you're doing, Josh. Um, Thank you. Uh, a lot of people kind of just pray and hope that uh, there's a cure. A lot of people uh, run from these challenges. A lot of people just fucking check out. But yeah, good old Uncle Josh, man. So hell no, we're gonna do. <laughs> check gonna... out is not an yeah. <laughs> Checking out is not a uh, is is not an option. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, Josh, I I want to give the listeners a little bit of information for you. Um, so where where can we donate? or maybe sign up for the next volleyball challenge. Yes, you can go to Maddie's Classic Volleyball, M-A-D-D-Y-S, classicvolleyball.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the website. Contact information for me is on there. Um, it will be all updated for 2020 stuff here, likely in the next week. Um, you know, with, uh, but yeah, there's, um, you know, there's a link on the, on the sponsors page to donate. If you want to donate direct money, if you want to, um, become a sponsor of the tournament, um, there's also sponsorship opportunities. The packet will be, the new packet will be uploaded. Mm-hmm. My email address and phone number are on the website. And, uh, everyone can definitely get a hold of you in either way. Yep. Yes. That's, Correct. That's yes. fantastic. So, um, Josh, if you had to describe your niece in three words, what would they be? Uh, resilient, um, fun-loving, and 
Beautiful. Josh, are you crying? A little bit. Oh, what a good uncle. Good uncle Josh. <laughs> well, Thanks, I, Gaga. I appreciate you coming on. No one gets out of this show without crying. That's kind of like the new theme these days. So, uh, hey, great. Thanks. Thanks for warning me about that, by the way. No worries. It just makes <laughs> we just we now know you have a heart. So that's uh, that's really great. So listen up. Thank you, Mr. Josh Irvesty, for joining us on the Project Sebastian podcast. We will definitely hit you, hit you up uh, to get some more information. Uh, please visit the website at uh, Maddie Cunningham Volleyball Classic and donate what you can. And if you're in the area, please come on down and sign up a team or even just be a, a supporting member. Yeah, come and check it out. Right, because, you know, this, this thing does not solve itself. It's clear that uh, if you've been listening, that even though there are treatments, there is still no cures, but we will uh, continue the good fight with people like Josh. So, Josh, thank you so much. And tune in next week Thanks. as we talk again about another horrible childhood issue. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening again to another great episode of the Project Sebastian podcast. We do appreciate all of the people out there listening. Do us a favor, would you? Let's keep it alive by sharing this episode with another person, family, or a caregiver that may need this important information. Remember, connections are key, and you just never know who needs to hear some really great stuff. If you ever wanted to be a guest on the show, please drop us a line at info at projectsebastian.org. And let us know what you're all about. Once again, thank you for listening for the Project Sebastian podcast. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you.